0: Hello and welcome to The Quiz Kids from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Listen to it, Fizz! Alka-Seltzer, first, fast, and always. Yes, for first aid to fast relief from acid indigestion, headache, and misery of cold, always take Alka-Seltzer. And now, Alka-Seltzer presents The Quiz Kids, and the chief quizzer himself, Joe Kelly! (laughs)
2: Yes, friends, welcome to another Alka-Seltzer question session with America's famous quiz kids. Folks, we're going to have questions about nature this afternoon, and you, uh, our friends at home, join in on the fun and see how many questions you can answer, too. Now, uh, you all remember last Sunday, I told you I'd have a big surprise for you today. Oh, ho. oh it's a dandy, too. Yes, sir. I certainly have a big surprise. It's a super-duper, but uh, I'll tell you all about it a little bit later on. Right now, let's meet the
3: quiz kids. Joel? I'm Joel Copperman. I'm 14 years old, and I'm in 3A at Roosevelt High School in Chicago. Sally Ann?
4: I'm Sally Ann Wilhelm. I'm 12 years old. I'm in the 7th grade at Central Junior High School in Elkhart, Indiana. Mark? I'm Mark Mullen. I'm
0: 10 years old. I'm in in the 5th grade at the University of Chicago Laboratory School. Harvey? I'm Harvey Deitch. I'm 7 years old. I go to
5: school, and I'm in grade 3A.
2: And two visiting quiz kids. Richard?
3: I'm Richard Kanagooli. I'm 13 years old. I'm in the 8th grade at East High School in Auburn, New York.
6: And John? I'm John Kanagooli. I'm 13 years old. I'm in
0: the 8th grade at the Auburn East High School.
2: Yes, friends, you see, we have twins on our board this afternoon. Richard is a top winner on the local Quiz Kids program sponsored by the Savings Bank of New York State over Station WSYR in Syracuse, New York. And twin brother John is also a high-scoring Quiz Kid on that local program. And when Richard won this trip to Chicago, of course, John had to come along and... Well, when we met the two of them at the train, it was so difficult to tell them apart that we decided to have them both on the program. <laughs> that seemed the easy way then, but uh, now that I see them sitting there together, <laughs> I don't know. I, I still can't tell them apart. But I'm sure you boys will help me, though, if I get all mixed up, won't you? Sure. That's the all right. Well, here we go with our first question. Let's see. Um, Let's uh, let's let's try this question. Uh, since our quiz our guest quiz kids are twins uh, from uh, Syracuse, let's try this question from Don Parsons of Chicago. What other twins from Syracuse can you recall? Joel? Well, they'd
3: be the twins in the Comedy of Errors, and I believe there were the two dominoes and the uh, two. Uh,
2: what was it, Ephesus or... No, Antio, Antonio, I think it was. Antiphilus. Oh. And Antiphilus of Syracuse and Antipholus of Ephesus. That's very, very good, Joel. Very good. <laughs> Here's our next question. Mr. William Blades of Wilmette, Illinois, wants to try you on this question. Which of the following three is out of place? Listen carefully. Damsel, Parmesan Bell... Alaska, Marianne.
0: Mark. The damsel is out of place. Why? Because it is a insect. Well. And it's part of. It's a dragon. It's a type of dragonfly, and the other two are fishing flies. That's right, well, how do you like that? That's right. The
2: damsel is a real fly, and the other two are artificial fishing flies, like uh, Mark said. Now, speaking of flies, Rita Marsh of Chicago wants you to name a type of fly that each of the following songs suggests. All right, Howard, let's have number one. All right, kids. Now, the title of that song is what? Howard, a little more. How about that? No hands. Oh, boy. Well, the name of that song is Pony Boy. So, ah, look at the hands go up now. Joel? It'll be a horse fly. A horse fly. <laughs> well, let's see what we can do with the next one. All right, Howard.
3: Joel? Yeah, Is that little glowworm? That's it, so. Uh, know, a, what? a A firefly. A
2: firefly! And a boy! Now then, how about this last
6: one?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Sally Ann? Well, that's Pop Goes the
2: Weasel. So? It'll be a
3: pop fly in a baseball game. That's
2: right, a pop fly. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, uh, we we had a miss on that one, and that, of course, means that Rita Marsh of Chicago wins uh, one of those large console Zenith radio phonograph combinations or a fine Zenith television set, whichever she prefers, for stomping you kids. Now, let's see. um, uh, Here's our next question right here. Oh, by the way, friends, uh, say, before we get to our next question, I'd just like to tell you out there that if you're suffering from a cold right now, the thing to do is... Take Alka-Seltzer. Yes, take
1: Alka-Seltzer, friends. It's first aid for relief from the misery of a cold. And it acts fast to help you feel better. It's easy to take Alka-Seltzer. Here's all you do. Just dissolve two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a glass of water. The familiar bubbling fizz shows you that Alka-Seltzer's beneficial ingredients are going into solution to help give you fast relief. Drink refreshing, pleasant-taking Alka-Seltzer for the relief you want from that feverish, ache-all-over feeling that's making you miserable. And if your cold is making your throat raw and raspy, do this. Drop two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a quarter glass of warm water and gargle for soothing, comfortable relief. Alka-Seltzer will be first with you because it gives fast relief from the miseries of a cold. Always take Alka-Seltzer. Ask your druggist for Alka-Seltzer. First.
2: Fast. And always. Well, children, back to more questions. Uh, J.G. McCracken of Collins, Missouri, sent in this question. How many animals mentioned in the Bible can you kids name? Sally Ann?
4: Well, in Noah's Ark there were two of every
2: kind of animal. Well, I guess that takes care of the whole thing.
6: <laughs> How <you> like that? <laughs>
2: that was what you might call a quickie. <laughs> All right. So we'll go on to our next question now. <laughs> Believe me, sometimes the kids really throw me a curb. And that was one of them. But a good one. Now, this music question is from Judy Beach of Miami, Florida. Wait a minute, Judy Miami of Beach, or, well, anyway, uh, Judy Beach of uh, Miami, Florida. And uh, since uh, m- both the twins on the board today are musicians, I'd like to ask one of them <laughs> to help us out and play this question. So, John, I wonder if you'd step over to the piano where you'll find some music in the order in which I'd like it played. Uh, I uh, sit right down. You, you uh, are John, aren't you?
6: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting all mixed up here with the twins. Well, anyway, now, uh, kids, listen. This question tells a story. Yeah. And you quiz kids are to give the titles of the music and fill in the blanks in the story with the titles. All right? You all set there, John? All right. Now, first, we find ourselves in... <laughs> Well, it's Country Gardens. That's right. First, we find ourselves in Country Gardens. That's right. (laughs) And we continue with the story, The Evening is Filled With... Sally Ann?
4: Well, that sounds like moonlight... That's
2: right. The evening is filled with moonlight and music. (laughs) Isn't this fun? Now, uh, here's. uh, Then we continue with the story and we say a perfect setting for. uh... Richard? Donkey Serenade. A perfect setting for a donkey serenade. That's the end of the story. (laughs) Thank you very much, John. Uh, but before you leave the piano now, uh, I would like to have your twin, uh, twin brother join you and uh, ask uh, you two boys who entertain us with a two piano, a twin piano maybe, I should say, duet. Would, uh, would you kids do that for us? By the way, what, what would you like to play, the two of you? The Russian Dance
6: by Tchaikovsky.
2: The Russian Dance by Tchaikovsky, all right? <laughs> Richard and John. You boys are certainly fine musicians. We all enjoy that just a lot. Right here, folks, I want to remind you that uh, we give away wonderful Alka-Seltzer Awards every Sunday afternoon. That's right. When a question is answered correctly, the Alca seltzer Award is a fine, zenith, Transoceanic portable radio that gives worldwide reception no matter where you are. It's really a dandy set, one you'll be proud to own. On the other hand, when a question is missed, the Alka-Seltzer Award is a Zenith television set or a large console Zenith radio phonograph combination. Now, the television set is the Zenith Buchanan, and believe me, it has everything. A new super range chassis to ensure the ultimate in performance. It has the sensational built-in picture magnet aerial, single knob automatic tuning, and the glare band black tube for clearer pictures. The large console radio phonograph plays all types of records and has AM and FM radio. So, if you would like to try for one of these fine zeniths, send in a question for our radio program. Address your questions to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois. Well, kids, now try this question from Mabel Hemingway of New Orleans, Louisiana. If you were teaching the ABCs to a child what would the pictures look like if uh, the alphabet book uh, was illustrated with these animals? For instance, now the first one, for A, we have I.I. For B, the Barracuda. And for C, uh, mundi, And for D, a dugong. Mark?
0: Well, the I.I. is a mammal, and it's about the size of a Large squirrel. It has long, thin fingers and has brown hair.
2: Uh huh. Fine. And how about the others now? Richard? The barracuda is a fish. Yes, uh-huh. and, uh huh. And a very uh, bad fish, too by the away. Mark, what were you going to
0: say? Well, the barracuda is about eight feet long and it's dark blue on its top and light blue on the side.
2: Yes, all right, fine. Well, how about
3: the others now? Well, dugong is an underwater animal. Uh, I think it's uh, freshwater, sort of like a cross between a crocodile and a rhinoceros.
2: Well, <laughs> uh, with a big snout. Uh, yeah, Well, <laughs> let's see. Now, Harvey, he's got his animal. What were you going to say, Harvey? It's
5: called something like a, a cow, a yeah. sea
2: cow. A sea cow, I see. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. All <laughs> right. And uh, how about the, the other one here, the uh, Mark?
0: The Cody Mundy? Yes. Well, that's a, also a mammal, isn't it? About the size of a cat, and it's got brown hair and a black and white striped or uh, ringed tail, and it's got a snout, and it looks like the mix between an aardvark and a raccoon.
2: See? Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, those descriptions were very, very good, children. Now then, uh, this question is from Peter H. Reeder of Brooklyn, New York. How do you explain the method by which a snake charmer is able to charm some snakes? Harvey?
5: Well, the, the, well, the snake in the basket, the snake in the, the, uh, 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 the and what? The snake, the snake charmer, in the what? The snake charmer moves back and forth, and the snake follows him trying to get a chance to strike at him, yeah. but, but since he's moved back and forth, He never gets a chance to strike. And then then at the end of the thing, the the snake charm puts the lid over the basket so the snake can't get out. He hasn't got
2: a chance, has he? No. All right.
6: Now,
2: let's see what our next question is. Uh, G.C. March of Fordtown, Tennessee, sends in a question that uh, is almost like a game, kids. I'm going to read you the vowels in the name of an animal... And read blanks where the consonants appear. Kids are to try to identify the animal. Now, for instance, I might say blank, a blank, and that would be what? Uh, Sally Ann? Cat. Cat, that's right. Now, try and get two out of three on this, kids. What is this one? E, blank, e, blank, blank, a, blank, blank. Mark? Elephant? Elephant, that's a boy. Ha
6: <laughs> ha boy. kind of tough.
2: Let's see what we can do with this next one. Now listen carefully. Blank, I, blank, blank, O, blank, O, blank, a, blank, U blank. Richard? Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. That's <laughs> correct. <laughs> and here's the last one. A blank blank O blank A U blank U blank. Uh, everybody's w- working on this one, I'll bet you. I'll I'll repeat it. A blank blank O blank A U blank U blank. How about that one, Harvey?
5: that the Allosaurus. Allosaurus. <laughs>
2: all right harvey what is an allosaurus
5: it is a dinosaur a meat-eating dinosaur it lived in the early triassic period
2: it certainly did now i want to tell you that Uh (laughs) now then uh, oh boy i'm just about ready to tell you about the big surprise But uh, first, I'm going to ask Franklin Ferguson to remind you again about Alka-Seltzer for relief from cold misery. Yes, friends, remember, Alka-Seltzer
1: can help you feel better when you're suffering with a cold. Just try it and see for yourself. It's easy to take Alka-Seltzer. Remember, this is all you do. Just dissolve two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a glass of water. That familiar bubbling fizz tells you that Alka-Seltzer's beneficial ingredients are going into solution to help give you fast relief. Drink refreshing, pleasant-tasting Alka-Seltzer for the relief you want from the feverish, ache-all-over feeling that's making you miserable. And don't forget this. If your cold is making your throat raw and raspy, drop two Alka-Seltzer tablets in a quarter glass of warm water and gargle for soothing, comfortable relief. We believe Alka-Seltzer will be first with you because it does give such fast relief from the miseries of a cold. Always take Alka-Seltzer. Ask your druggist for Alka-Seltzer.
2: First, fast, and always. Well, now for the big surprise. And it concerns our own quiz kid, little Harvey Deitch. Now, here's what it is. I received a letter from one of our listeners, and enclosed in my letter was one for you, Harvey. And I have it right here. And, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Suppose you come on over here at my desk and read it so we can all hear it. Now, come on. Oh, boy. Talk about your surprises. I haven't been able to sleep since I found out about this. All right, come on up here now. Yeah. Here you are. Here's Harvey right here. And here's your letter. And you just uh, read it out loud. And if you have any trouble with the words, I'll help you out, Harvey. Open it right up there and read it out. Dear
5: Harvey. Yeah. You don't know me, but I feel... I know you pretty well because I've heard you so often on of the Quiz Kids program. I have a ranch down here in Texas known as the J.A. Ranch. Knowing how much you love animals, I wish you could cu- see all the cattle and horses we have on the ranch. Oh. We have more horses down here than you can shake a stick at the There's one beautiful little filly, a little brown colt with a white star on her forehead. She was picked out of all the horses on our ranch by my range boss, C.H. Long, and I know you love her. That's why I'm writing this letter. I'm in return for all the pleasure your program has given us on the ranch. I'd like to make you a gift of that filly. Of course, you'll have to find out from your parents... Whether well, it's all right to, for you to have a horse. If it is, I'll have that lovely little filly in Chicago and you around the end of March. Let me know. Sincerely, Monty Richie.
2: R- Monty Richie, well,
5: how do you like that? Isn't that wonderful?
2: Isn't that something now, now, you know why, I, why I've been so excited. Um, you Would you like to have a little cool? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, what will your mother and dad say? Uh, do you think they'll let you have her?
5: I'm pretty sure.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Let's say uh, we better check right now. We get this all set here. Wait, is your dad here someplace? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Where? Uh, Daddy, Mr. Deitch, come on up here. There he is, way in the back row there. <laughs> oh, boy, say. You know, if, uh, if he does say yes, well, that means that Monty Ritchie of the J.A. Ranch in Texas has just made himself a deal. Well, now, uh, Daddy Deitch, uh, Harvey, wants to ask you a very important question. You go on and ask him now.
5: Can I have, Can I bring a horse? Uh, can I have a horse to live with us? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes, you can, Harvey. We'll be very, very happy to accept this wonderful gift.
6: Oh, isn't that fine, Jimmy? Oh, oh, boy!
2: Well, <clears throat> congratulations, Harvey. That beautiful little filly is all yours. You know, every little boy dreams of owning a horse, and Harvey, I guess yours will be just about the best uh, there is. Oh, see, I just thought of something. You're going to have to have a name for your horse, and. I haven't. Why not let all of our friends listening in help you name her? Would you like that?
6: Oh, yeah. All right. That'll be fine. You
2: better... We'll just have a contest. Now, the folks can send in names for your horse, and you can pick out the one you like best, Harvey. How's that? Fine. Oh, well, then we're all set, then. Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We'll... uh, Let's see, now. We have to have a big prize for the person who sends in the winning name. Now, let me... Oh, I've got it. I'll just bet a homemade cookie the makers of Alka-Seltzer will let you give a fine Zenith radio phonograph or a Zenith television set to the winner. Sure they will. So, friends, now let's all help Harvey name his little colt. Remember, it's a little girl colt, and she's brown with a white star on her forehead, and you decide what you think Harvey should call her and send your suggestion to Quiz Kids, Box Y. Chicago, 77, Illinois. Jose, oh, the whole family's going to have a lot of fun naming Harvey's little colt. And we want to get her name before she gets up here. So don't wait, friends. Now, let's see. We'll have to have a deadline. So uh, get your suggestion for a name in the mail before midnight, March 12th. Oh, yes. And be sure to send your name and address in, too. Well, Harvey, I guess that does it. Yeah, oh, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. uh We better tell the folks that they can send in as many names as they like and, uh, friends, make it a separate postcard or letter for each name because in that way it'll make it easier for Harvey. You see, if he picks a name sent in by several of you, we'll have to award more than one prize. Well, Harvey, I guess you can go back to your desk now. Oh, boy, say, everybody's all excited around here. Yeah, well, I think we better have some more questions. Yeah. All right, uh, Harvey, you all set there? Yeah. <clears throat> now, on this next colt, or uh, next, uh, uh, what am I talking about? Uh, next question. Mrs. Uh, V.P. Dixon of College Place, Washington, <laughs> wants you to identify the following plants, kids. Now, this first one in the plant world is an epiphyte and might be considered a pest to the tree it's attached to, but humans consider it a luxury. Mark?
0: Would, would that be the orchid?
2: The orchid. That's right, Mark. That's right. <laughs> now, in the uh, plant world, this one is a parasite and a killer, but humans consider it a thriller. Mark? Would that be the mistletoe? The mistletoe. How do you like that? <laughs> Fine. Now, Mrs. Helen Anderson of Portland, Oregon, feels... That spring is just around the corner, and her question is what animals or birds get dressed up for spring and put on a different colored coat Harvey:
5: Well, the ermine ur- the and, ch- and, and the urban change and the weasel change from white to brown in the spring, and then the evening grosbeak, growth speak, speak its it bill changes in the in the winter and fall it's it's a bone color but it, but when the spring comes it's the color of uh, green apples
2: well that's very very good harvey that's fine now let's see uh, richard did you have your hand up on this no oh i'm sorry uh john
3: uh-huh. uh Joe? well uh some snakes and some varieties of uh turtles Shed their skins over the weekend, uh, over the
6: winter. <laughs> <laughs> Just about this
3: time of year and get brighter, uh, skins, off uh, for the spring.
2: Yeah, that's right, Joel. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. All right, fine, kids. Now then, oh, Harvey, uh, th- don't forget your letter here from Mr. Richie about the cold. I'll hang on to it for you. Uh, Mrs. H. H. Houston of Mosby, Montana, suggests... You kids try to name the title of a story that concerns a frog. Title of a story that concerns a frog. Mark?
0: Wind in the Willows? Beg pardon? Wind in the Willows.
2: Is that about a frog, that story? Mm. Oh, well, that's one I didn't have down there on my card. That's the idea, though, Harvey?
5: Well, well, there's the frog, the the prince, and and Mark Twain's jumping frog.
2: That's right. That's correct. Uh-huh. And, uh, Sally, has...
5: I think there's
4: one about a frog and a princess.
2: Frog and a princess. Ah, uh-huh. no doubt you're right on that. Mm-hmm. Well, how about a bug, kids? A bug. Can you think of a story that refers to... Uh, Joe? Oh, the gold bug. The gold bug. By whom? Edgar uh, Allan Poe. Right. And uh, can we think of any others? No? All right. Well, now here's a question from HB Chadwick of Ontario, Virginia. You've often heard the expression of someone having eyes in the back of his head, but what creature carries its eyes on the end of its horns? On the end of its horns. What creature? How about that one? Joe, a snail, isn't the it? The snail, that's right. The snail. <laughs> All right, now, uh, the next question from our Alka-Seltzer question box is from Mrs. Arthur H. Armour of Seagate Gardens, New York. If you were getting close to nature by enjoying an afternoon on the golf course, you might be reminded of a special kind of food uh, suggested by a golfer's vocabulary. What kind of sausage might be called to mind? Remember, golf terminology, Joel? Lynx? Lynx, sausage. Uh, that's the idea. That's right. <laughs> well, there's our bell, kids. And uh, now then, Sally Ann, I have a final assignment for you, honey. We're beginning a new week today, and I'd like for you to give us a thought for the week or a Bible verse that will help us all through the days ahead. I'll call on you, Sally Ann, in just a minute. Don't take chances. Don't guess that
1: you and your family get enough of the essential vitamins. Make sure they do by seeing that each member takes one-a-day brand multiple vitamins every day. You can't keep feeling your best nor looking your best unless you get enough vitamins. One-a-day brand multiple vitamins taken every day give complete protection against a lack of any or all of the vitamins known to be essential. Ask for and insist on getting the vitamins with the
2: big one on the package. And now, Sally Ann, are you uh, ready with your thought for the week?
4: Well, yes, I am, Mr. Kelly. And for my thought for the week, I would like to quote from the Bible. Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter, the eighth verse. And God is able to provide you with every blessing in abundance so that you will always have enough of everything and may provide in abundance for every good work.
2: Thank you, Sally Ann. Thank you. That's beautiful, and we'll all try to remember that. Well, kids, uh, you all did fine with your questions on nature today, and you'll each receive a $100 savings bond from the makers of Alka-Seltzer to help you with your future education. And Richard and John, we were mighty happy to have you twins with us, and I know your local sponsor and station WSYR in Syracuse, New York, are proud of you. Now, don't forget, friends, we want to help Harvey find a name for his little western colt. And remember, it's a little girl pony, Uh uh-huh. So send in your suggestions right away. Let's get the whole every member of the family in on this. Send it to Quiz Kids, Box Y, Chicago 77, Illinois, before midnight, March 12th. Now, I hope you'll all plan to be with us next Sunday afternoon in time for roll call. Until then, this is Joe Kelly dismissing the Quiz Kids. Goodbye, kids.
6: Goodbye, Goodbye Mr. Kelly. Kelly. Listen
2: to the Quiz Kids coast-to-coast every Sunday afternoon and
1: see and hear Alcatel's Quiz Kids television show on NBC. Consult your local newspaper for time and station. This is Franklin Ferguson speaking. Next Sunday, Theater Guild presents Hamlet on NBC.